This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast. Uh, this is episode number 123, and today I am your host, Adam Bell, and joining me is my co-host and cohort, Peter Nicolaitis. How you doing, Peter? Doing great. It's Friday. It's beautiful outside, and I am uh, so far uh, COVID-19 free. That's that's definitely a win in 2020. <laughs> there you go. This has probably been the weirdest year that we've experienced. I, I mean, the closest for me would be 9/11. You know. Yes. Um, that was that was definitely a uh, weird year. I don't know. I guess maybe that would be a weirder year than this year. But yeah, it seemed like we could focus on one thing. It was like everything was anti-terrorism. You know, we didn't have an invisible virus literally killing people. We <laughs> yeah, but it, the, the, the parallels are, are um, a little disconcerting, though, because, you know, they, there was like, oh, yeah, it's the enemy is terrorism. Well, it's kind of hard to see terrorism. Uh, that's true. And, and and you can declare war on terrorism and you can send planes and tanks and ships and missiles at people you accuse of being terrorists. Doesn't necessarily mean that they are terrorists. It just might mean people that have resources that you want. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying either way. I'm just saying, you know, that's a possibility. But you can't shoot a missile at COVID-19. You can try to politicize it. And you can say it's a Chinese virus, but I got news for you. That doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, there's definitely the uh, similarities in that they say that the politics are causing both of these, that, you know, the virus was politically generated and terrorism was politically generated to uh, find a means to an end for certain political agendas. So I guess it all comes back around. There you go. So there's a reason that it feels like it did 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh. A big, big deal. Yeah. Well, I'll be glad when, uh, I'll be glad when this, this particular virus deal is over. It'll be nice. It is. But on that note, for people just to say, um, uh, you know, like we need to just get over it and pretend that it doesn't exist anymore. I'm just going to go out on a limb. Now, I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on the, on the internet, but that's not the right approach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, well, and, and I think we mentioned it before, the, you know, it it can, so the, the solution of just going out and everybody getting it and, you know, letting, letting the people who were going to die, die from it, and the people live, live from it, and the people who live are going to be immune, that's that's not even a guarantee I mean, yeah. because it is a virus. It can mutate and the people who survive could then turn around and, and die later. So, uh, wow, that sounds really optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, the, and again, like we've said on the, on the, the podcast before, just let the people who are going to get it die. 
and die, but they're going to take a lot of other people with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little, little frustrating. A little mm-hmm. frustrating. Yeah. But hey, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep living and I'm going to live Man, right? with, a, with as safe as I can be and keep the people around me safe as they can be without stopping life. There you not go. going to any dance clubs anytime soon. But you know, I wasn't going there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you are going to CrossFit. I am going to CrossFit. I do miss the uh, um, being able to go to like T-Pack and things like that for performance arts kind of thing. I mean, those are concert-like things. I, I would say I'm, I'm missing the ability to have those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, restaurants. I, I mean, I like going out to eat like anybody else does, but, uh, saving money by not going out to eat as often. Cause I mean, obviously that's not good for the restaurateurs or their economy. So that's not good, but yeah, but make adjustments. Yeah. yeah. But then I would say that the restaurants who are able to do delivery or takeout, their business is probably up. Yeah, it totally is. And, and a lot of restaurants have been, you know, a lot of restaurants that weren't focused on takeout have shifted and mm-hmm. are, are offering that. So, I mean, the, the, um, the hard, you know, the, the, the less passionate, less compassionate side of me is, you know, like, well, you know, things change sometimes and businesses need to adapt just like, you know, people need to adapt. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I seem to be just a little less sympathetic to some businesses than, you know, than others maybe, uh, or than I am to the individuals. Um, but it's, you know, it's hard. It's a balancing act. But like, it seems to me, I don't know. I just, I, I, I think that, um, I think Massachusetts is doing well. I think our governor is doing a, a good job. And I think that the plan to reopen slowly is good. But I think there's still, even here, there are plenty of people who think, oh, we're reopening, we're done. And, you know, they're going to get people killed. There's no two ways around it. And uh, we're seeing, you know, the number of uh, infections is going up. We've had three-day record highs in the last three days. And, you know, to pretend, oh, it's because we're testing more. I'm like, okay. But I'd be willing to bet that shortly we're going to see record increases in the number of deaths also. Mm-hmm. And that's not because we're testing more. So yeah. I've been looking at um, worldometers.info. Mm-hmm. Worldometer? Worldometers. World. Worldometers, if you World. like. World. Worldometer. And um, they have uh, different. Um, Ah, what am I, word, word, different uh, uh, meters measuring all kinds of things like population and whatnot. And they've got a special section just geared towards COVID-19. So um, you can look there at the statistics broken down by country and even by state. Uh, so it's, uh, it's pretty cool. You know, I, I use that when I am feeling depressed or curious. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but, you know, things are... Things are going up and not in the good way. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we've talked about that too. It's, 
it's to be anticipated as things open up, they will open up. I mean, they will, there will be more illness. Um, but hopefully the facilities that treat are now at a higher capacity to do so. Uh, hope so. But you know, but again, like, are they, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing is, I don't know. You know, we were here, Dr. Fauci was saying that, um, you know, the second wave could be worse than the first. And, yeah, I think that's where we're headed. So, yeah, I was looking today at my even at my own uh, at my personal um, stock portfolio, and I have another. I moved another significant chunk over to a more conservative profile. You know, I'm just like I'm going to hold on to this. This stuff is still pretty ag- aggressive. I'm all in with Amazon and friends, and you know, let's let's go go go. But this little chunk over here, we're just going to hold and conserve and preserve kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Well, now it's time to buy. Stuff's on sale. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know. I looked today and it seemed to be going back up again, but a couple of days ago it definitely took a hit. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, I mean, my whole portfolio is down not by, not significantly as it was a month ago, but yeah. it's still, it's still down. So everything I own is, is 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 slightly on sale than it was uh, in February, <laughs> right? Slightly on sale, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, pricing is all relative. You know, you just got to finish. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we. So I'm on um, on my on the endowment committee for my church, and so the we we just had our or quarterly meeting yesterday and we were talking about the finances and the guy who runs it, he is uh, he's a financial guy. And he talked, he said, well, you know, all these losses to are technically today paper losses. They're not actually losses until you try till you sell realized losses, exactly. <laughs> realized losses. So as you know, cause you're back in college in the finance classes right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. About that. Uh, yeah, I got my lowest uh, grade yet, um, I think. I don't know. I may have gotten a lower one for a um, – I may have missed a participation uh, section on my philosophy class, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might have been like a 60 or something. And I ended up – you know, I still came out with an A in that class. But uh, got a grade this morning, and I noticed that my GPA had, down, had gone down by a single point. And I was like, whatever, I didn't even care. And then I looked at the assignment and was like, yeah, I got a 77.5. I was like, that's odd. Uh, you know, like, what did I, really? I thought that assignment was pretty simple and straightforward. And so I looked at it and um, the teacher said uh, that um, I, she didn't see the calculation for the answer for question one. And as you and I looked uh, over in the um, first part of uh, the the pre-show before we started recording, I have all my calculations. I have the formula that I used, I have the answer that I gave, and then a table of answers, and then like, this is the formula, and here are the values that I plugged into the formula. So I, you know, respectively, respect, respectively, respectfully emailed the, uh, the instructor and I just explained this and I said, did I misunderstand the requirements? But this is the second time that she has graded one of my papers and missed the answer right there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I'm not really too thrilled with yeah. this 
professor. She does not really seem to be on top of things. I've watched, you know, maybe watching Netflix and grading papers is not a good combination. I mean, probably it. That's probably (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not my problem to solve, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Netflix, you know, I noticed, I mean, I saw a trend early on when everything shut down that there were a lot of shows that weren't going to be continued. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but there are a lot of movies being released in Netflix right now. Yeah. Uh, Well, and I guess they, I mean, that's where the audience is right now. Everybody's jammed at home watching TV. So it's, I guess it's all the, all the shows that were like, eh, I don't know. It's okay. Now you got a captive audience and they're like, eh, this will work. Wow, this thing got three stars. Let's watch it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Two and a half. Well, let's give it a shot. (laughs) One star. Oh, come on. How bad can it really be? How it can't. Yeah, it can't possibly be that bad. Yeah, let's find out. Because I have that kind of time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, speaking of movies, and this Mm -hmm. is kind of a grab bag episode. I think you and I agreed that that's where we're heading towards this one. Like, whatever. Um, but, uh, last night I watched a movie at, uh, the suggestion of a friend and, um, it was, uh, I forget when it came out. It's a few years ago now. Uh, it's called Bone Tomahawk starring, uh, Kurt Russell and a couple of other, um, names you'd probably recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Western as the name sort of implies. Um, Definitely rated R, definitely very graphic. I'm going to lead in with that. No, <laughs> no apologies. And um, there's, a, there's a rather gruesome scene in one, one part that kind of kept me up during part of the night last Ooh. night. <laughs> I was just like, ah, I can't get that out of my head. <laughs> so, so that was a little, uh, you know, it was a, a little disturbing, I should say. But um, mm-hmm. Quite entertaining, um, you know. Not your usual, um, your usual fare. But essentially, mm-hmm. raiders come into town and steal, you know, some folks, and the sheriff puts together a posse and heads out after them. Classic western. Classic western tropes. So, <laughs> so there's also a series on there that just came out with season two, and I wasn't expecting it to even have a season two, and that was The Order. Did you watch The Order? I did not. What was The Order? The Order is, uh, well, it's a fictional occult. It's a it's a fictional take on the occult. So just yeah. so it is not a... Uh, I mean, Order so St. George, the order of the dragon. Yeah. So, but it is based or they, they start off as the, uh, hermetic order of the blue rose. And it's this secret society that does magic. And it's the story of one, one guy getting into it. And, and of course it's all, it's all like college age, all the, all the characters, the primary characters are college age students in college. So if you're in that demographic, it's a, it's definitely a, a show for you. And then they did the second season, which strays pretty far from the, uh, the original like feel of it, but it's still, it's still fun enough to watch if you can watch things like 
the, you know, like I said, the occult without, you know, taking in, taking that into affecting your life and influencing you. (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny is they, they put the, the, the disclaimer at the front, you know, like, uh, it says language and smoking. Those are the two. Oh, geez. Smoking. Smoking. So there is actually plenty of language and I don't think the language is, is superfluous. It's just not needed. I mean, I, there's no reason in, in the normal cases of where they, where they do cuss, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be like a normal place where somebody would cuss. It would be, it's just like thrown in. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Not, I mean, that that's silliness, but I can't recall seeing anybody smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because it's so, it's so ubiquitous now that it's just invisible to you. It's innocuous. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I don't see, I haven't seen anybody vaping. I haven't seen anybody smoking. Uh, but there are like, uh, you know, disembowelments of people and animals, but, uh, that's yeah. not list. That's not listed as wouldn't that, doesn't that fall into like grotesque or, uh, graphic, yeah. graphic violence? Uh, yeah. no, no, we don't have to worry about, we don't have to warn people about that now. That's normal. Don't worry about the violence, but you need to pay attention. They're smoking in this. <laughs> well, what about nudity? Were there boobs? Because no, they're, they're, they're actually right. See, because you don't want to, you don't want to put that because you have to guide people against that too. Yeah, <laughs> no nudity. So midriffs, but no nudity. Oh well, you know, midriffs. You can see those ever. You can see those at the beach if you want. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was. It's an enjoyable fiction. Uh, if you're like a, if you like to watch things like that. <laughs> two things on that note, which is kind of funny. Um, one thing, um, uh, I started watching Sex and the City, which, <laughs> and I had never watched I didn't, that. I didn't realize you were getting in touch with your feminine side. <laughs> well, there's a gal who wanted to watch an episode or two with me, and I said I would. So, okay, fine. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of uh, funny because like smoking is everywhere in that. Yeah. Like, every scene, the main character, they've got cigarettes left and right. And mm-hmm. like, that's changed a little bit. You know? <laughs> well, that just, that was just the nineties, wasn't it? Late, late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. Yep. Nineties. So this is the first few episodes. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it's kind of funny. You mentioned that these are like college students and about the occult and stuff. And uh, you've heard me talk ad nauseum, well, not ad nauseum, but new, on multiple occasions about the game Deadlands. Right. And it's funny because they have a spinoff game called uh, East Texas University. And <laughs> similar stuff. There's all kinds of weird occulty things going on at this university in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of like in Deadlands where you play a blessed creature or an Indian shaman or a card shark or a bounty hunter in ETU, you're a philosophy major or the quarterback or <laughs> something like that. So it's pretty funny. You know, um, I've been look. I looked at it really just to, took a quick little gl- glance at it. Not sure it's a game I want to play, but there's a, um, a group called uh, the wild cards and they play it every week and they uh, release their videos on YouTube and a podcast. So I may give that a listen just for kicks. Yeah. It'd be entertaining. Yeah. 
Oh, cool. Well, I saw in the news the 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 bus in the Into the Wild. The book was written oh. about. Yes. So the the character, or not character, the real live person, Christopher McCandless. Yeah, and he was the character in the book, but you know he he died. Well, I I guess it's not a spoiler to anybody. <laughs> I mean, is it a spoiler? I mean, doesn't everybody know that it's his story? <laughs> spoiler alert: the main character dies. Yeah, the main character dies. Spoiler alert. So, but the the problem was was so, it, and it's in a it's in Alaska and they went and they took it and they, they moved it because what was happening was people were making the trek out to the actual bus were they dying? And, and also dying. So yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah. What are the odds of something like that happening? Uh, but yeah, so it, well, and, and when people weren't dying, they were having to be rescued. So the, the National Guard actually moved it free of charge to, they didn't, because <laughs> they were having to go out there and rescue people constantly who got, either got lost or got stuck there. But what if I want to see where the bus really was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have that right. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, people would say, well, yeah, you don't, you don't have to rescue me. You know, if, if they said, I have the right to be stupid and you have the right not to rescue me. Well, that's not what people do. <laughs> oh no, they say that. I'm going out there despite your warnings. And if I get stuck, you better come get me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah. 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 Joe left two weeks ago and we haven't seen him. <sighs> come on, Peter. Let's get in the helicopter. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I don't know. People are stupid. <laughs> People are stupid, and our society is what lets them be that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with I, – I do agree that, that you have the right to be stupid, but we shouldn't have to deal with your stupidity as a result. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and again, that gets back to COVID-19, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to be stupid, then I shouldn't have to die from that. Exactly. So, <laughs> all right. What else we got? <laughs> yeah. So, so now Zoom, I don't know if you got the notification from Zoom. Now, they're going to require uh, waiting room and passwords and or, not, not, um, not both. On, I'm already doing that. Well, it, it was marked as the default option when you created a meeting. You had to go in and turn it off. Ah, so you could so turn with, it off. Got so it. you could turn it off. But Got now it. they're making it the requirement, which from a security standpoint, I appreciate. From a user standpoint, it sure does make it a pain in the rear for my daily morning meeting that happens every day at 8.30 with five people that I've got a link on my phone that I hit the shortcut and it dials and we all join in. So they did, they did address that though. So they did allow the URL to contain the password. So okay. you could still fire the quick link. Okay. I was going to say, I thought they had addressed that because mm -hmm. I have, I've been joining password protected um, videos and you know, meetings and they've all had the password. I mean, it's not secure, because you can share that with anybody else, but it 
you know, if the intent is to, because the problem was we were seeing schools that were just public, you know, publicly posting, here's where this meeting will be, or this, here's where this class will be open up to the world. Yeah. And they were always using the same meeting week after week after week. Yeah. So, you know, with the passwords and rotating it every time, then you at least have a little bit of a smaller window for exploit there. And was that really Zoom's fault? No. No. That was <laughs> no. not Zoom's fault. That was I not. That, I don't call that Zoom's fault at all, but it's <laughs> their problem to fix. Yeah. Yeah. They had, they had to come up with a solution, even though it, it wasn't their – they didn't cause the problem, but they, they – sh- Okay. But they're getting paid for it. They're yeah. getting, you know, so so they had to they did have to fix it. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> so, right. so so and then I go ahead. Were you uh, I was just looking at the next thing that you wrote up. <laughs> yeah. So ready there, maybe you are. I don't know. Yeah. In the waistband gun holder holster. So do you do you you have your concealed carry permit? Yes, I do. That actually, despite being delayed because of COVID-19, I did get my permit renewed in mm-hmm. Massachusetts. So I have a, pair, a, a permit. All carry permits in Massachusetts are concealed carry permits. So right. that's what I have. Mm-hmm. So do you wear your pistol in your waistband or outside of your waistband? If it's, you hard, wear a holster? it's hard to conceal it if it's outside. Well, you well, you put a like a you could wear a either a sports jacket or yeah. a, a shirt. But yes, I uh, let's see the one that I have. I generally when I do carry it, it's in the small of my back inside the waistband. Mm-hmm. I find that to be very uncomfortable. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've bought, so I've bought a, a brand called Alien Gear. I don't know if you, Alien Holster. Uh, and it is built about as comfortable as you can get. And I've got a Beretta Nano was built specifically for concealed carry. There are, you know, there are, the corners are rounded off. It's hammerless. It is com- completely built to do that, mm-hmm. but it's still very uncomfortable to hold a piece of metal at my back. You know, yeah. it's fine if I'm standing, but yep. if I've got to sit down, no. Oh, yeah. If I got to drive a car, no. Yep. yep. And and it's in a waistband, so it's difficult to get out. So I just find that I end up just carrying it. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, in my hand. Right, yeah. I'll put it. I'll put it in the holster, and then I'll put the holster in the glove box because it's such a pain. Uh, I mean, if I'm going to wear it out, I just wear it on the outside and conceal it. But Tennessee is open carry. You don't have to have a permit for open carry, but you kind of look like a doofus. Look like a guy carrying a gun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I've told you a long time ago uh, when we had uh, your buddy uh, from Krav Maga, who was the former, um, he was in the police, wasn't he? Kurt. Kurt. He was. Uh, he's a. He's a former Green Beret. Green. Yeah, but I saw a guy who was out carrying, and he. It was an old man, an overweight old man, with sweatpants on, and his his pistol. I'm like the pistol probably weigh. All somebody has to do is just walk, give a little tug on his pants, and his whole pants are going to come down. <laughs> 
<laughs> sweatpants and a pistol. Don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> like, am I on Walmart? Is, is this the people? Because <laughs> I, I didn't remember going into Walmart. People but. of Walmart. I saw you on people of Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so i don't know if somebody has a uh, really nice in the waistband gun holster that's comfy i'd really like to hear about it but i've also got uh i mean it, it helps if um if your if your body type is acetal meaning I forget which one that is got no acetal <laughs> got it <laughs> <laughs> so it's no acetal. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not built that way. <laughs> there's, th- there's things in the way. <laughs> yes. Well, you could also have you thought about an ankle holster or another option. You know, I've thought about that. In my mind, what I he- what I imagine is. Me taking like the first three steps running somewhere, and that thing goes clink, 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 clink. <laughs> down the yes, down the street. Exactly. Yeah. But I've never. I, I have. I have considered it, and I have a right pistol for that. But I have never actually bought one to try. All right. All right. So have you tried one? I have not. I have okay. not. Um, the other problem I'm thinking is that for most of my jeans, the um, they're usually not like you know boot cut, and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of room down there. So you're a skinny jean kind of guy, huh? I do wear <laughs> slim fit. Uh, last I checked, I I had one pair of skinny jeans, which I don't remember if I still have them at this point. Um, but uh, I'm more of a slim fit guy. Um, is that I do have a pair of boot cut jeans, but when I wear them, I mean, I'm, I'm not wearing boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they look kind of dorky. You know? so, so I, yeah. I don't actually own any blue jeans. Uh, I either wear khakis, dress pants. What's that? <laughs> yeah. I wear khakis, I wear dress pants, I wear shorts, or I wear cargo pants. But I don't own any blue jeans. Why do you hate freedom? (laughs) Well, that's exactly why I don't wear jeans. Because there is no freedom (laughs) in my jeans. (laughs) They are too constricting to my movements. (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Although I have you ever heard of uh Duluth Trading Company? No. So they make Maybe. um they, Yeah, they, they make what are called uh fire hose cargo pants. And I was imagining <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining like the material being like rigid, like a fire hose. I mean, have you ever felt? Oh, yeah. Know, I mean, yeah, that like, material. Are you talking well, like under pressure or just rolled up? Just rolled up. I mean, the material oh. of a fire hose is very abrasive. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not something I think, hey, I'd like to 
put that against my skin and wear it all day. You know, I think, I think this would be great if it was made out of a fire hose. So they call it that, but they, uh, it's not as, it's not that kind of material. Uh, I don't know why they call it that. I guess they were trying to go for toughness or, you know, a, I don't know, but it's really a flexible material, which I like a lot. And they, it's got, you know, the diamond gusset crotch. Have you, you know what I'm talking about where there's the, instead of the, all of the lines of the material coming together uh, as straight lines from the hemline at the bottom, all the way to the crotch, it comes to the middle and there's literally a diamond space of cloth which provides more room right there at the crotch probably something like um the old cargo pants like for karate and things like you remember those oh yes yeah <laughs> so i mean it's not a new design it's right, just right, right. Uh, but it's very flex that material is very flexible and so you can bend down and stuff and it doesn't bother you and so yeah. so i've gotten pairs of those it's, the stupid things are expensive like $70 for a pair of pants. But the thing is I wear a pair of pants for four or five years and I wear the snot out of them. So I'm like, well, it's $75. I paid $12 this year for these pair of pants. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and and your mileage is going to vary depending on the brand and even the style and also when you bought them. Mm -hmm. Because I had, I bought a few pairs of pants. I bought two. I bought um, a pair of Levi's 511s and I bought a pair of um, diesel. And I don't remember which cut that, you know, which, which line that was. The diesel ones lasted like a year or two. Mm -hmm. These are like expensive jeans. You know, they're not the most expensive out there, but they're up there. I was really disappointed with that because they were very light use. It's not like I was wearing these, you know, like mountain biking and hiking and stuff. Yeah. Um, The Levi's lasted a lot longer, but by comparison, I still have uh, pairs of Levi's that I bought in 2008. Yeah. And they've faded and that's it. (laughs) Levi's that I bought in 2012 and they're ripped and torn. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, uh, I don't know. You know, your your mileage may vary. But the last <laughs> the last Levi's I bought was last year, and I bought the um, what's I think the five forty one athletic fit, mm-hmm. um, which again I, I had trouble. I ended up getting them a little bit baggy because I had choices like either they had to be just a little too baggy for my tastes, or they were too tight so as to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Well. I'll take a little baggy and the fashion faux pas over uncomfortable jeans any day because I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to wear the uncomfortable ones. Yeah. 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 They don't, I, I need pants that are husky. Of course they don't call them husky anymore because apparently that's probably not politically correct. Nothing's politically correct anymore. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. But I need, I mean, I've got to wear big leg pants as the weightlifter type body that I have. I just, I've got oh, big legs. Oh, so you need to wear weightlifter cut. Weightlifter cut. Yeah, I don't see a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to be looking at You don't shop for your jeans at GNC or Gold's Gym. I think Gold's Gym has them. You should Gold's look at Yeah. <laughs> what do they call those things? Uh, line. I think it's called the Arnold line. The That's Arnold it. line. Okay. <laughs> jams. Uh, they were jams. Do you remember those? <laughs> 
vaguely. Never had any. I yeah, know. I never had any. I I couldn't uh, I couldn't w- walk into a gym with a straight face with pajama pants, brightly colored pajama pants on. Pajama pants. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, yeah. so, uh, I think that uh, people are using COVID-19 as an excuse to slack off and not do work. Do you think? I do. I, I think that you're right. Now, I have three things to talk about. And oddly enough, the, the one that surprises me the most is the third one. But first example is I called the Massachusetts Attorney General's office this morning because I wanted to check and see if that company whom I suspect was breached and I tracked down, you know, this is like a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, if I want to see if they have reported because they never responded to me. And, huh. you know, so I'm, I'm curious to, to hear it. And if not, hell yes, I'm going to rat them out. <laughs> because these guys are you know they had a breach and they never even responded to me and that's not cool so um so that's one thing so uh, i called the attorney general's office and they're like oh we're dealing with an unprecedented number of calls and these are unprecedented times please call us back monday through friday between the hours of eight and six or eight and four it it is (laughs) i'm there Friday, eight o'clock, I'm calling you and I redial a few times and I get the same number. I was like, lazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one. Also, uh, for my PPP loan, I ended up applying and I believe I've successfully applied through Cabbage. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I talked about that, but I remember talking about how I was not able to apply with a couple of other banks. Right. Um, but they keep on telling me my application is incomplete because I have not submitted my form W3 paradigm consulting company LLC did not, nor is it required to file a form W3, mm-hmm. but I can't find a way to tell them this, even though I told them, you know, <laughs> did you file form W3? I say, no, they're like, okay, we're still working on it. My fear is that they're going to just get to the deadline. It's going to pass. And they're going to say, well, you didn't give us the documentation. Yeah. You know, and I've called them numerous times and I'm keeping, you know, oh, the best place is to check online and I've emailed them a few times and I'm not getting any answers. So a um, little bit uh, disturbed about that. And I don't know what to do because I call them and, you know, after like five minutes on hold, it just hangs up. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, yeah. they ought to be taking at least a voicemail. Yeah, that they could just delete, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, they could delete it. But, well, you know, I guess you can appreciate their being honest. Yeah. No, like, if you were to leave a message, we wouldn't listen to it anyway. So we're just going to hang up on you. Pretty much. <laughs> but, but they do offer an email and they say, you know, like, I'm like at the point now, like, can I just email you my, I think I'll probably do that next. I'll just email them my, um, my uh, Schedule C which has the data on there that they would need instead. Mm-hmm. But I've tried to upload it. Like I log into Cabbage's website and I say, you know, I want to upload documentation and it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Click on the upload button and nothing happens. It's like, you Try all your browsers. Uh, I'm going to try a different, whole different computer today. Yeah. See if that helps. So. Yeah. They, well, it, it was easier when I did it because... I didn't have a time deadline. I also 
didn't even think they would actually consider it because because the volume it to me it felt yeah. like trying to play the lottery i just thought right. the odds were going to be so low that yes. i was like not okay. even you know like whatever yeah whatever which is why i didn't bother applying yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i got I, you know i got through with the whatever but i think i i've got to ask some questions about the 24 week versus the the eight week because my question right now is I'm not, it's not 100% clear to me that they are going to honor my salary as, <clears throat> as the owner. Mm -hmm. And they said they are, but it feels, it doesn't feel like, yeah, this is clearly going to get, uh, approved i mean as far as being approved it just it, maybe it will be but it, it doesn't feel like it to me right. um so what i'm considering doing is just waiting the period that would cover all of my salary and just not include myself at all in the calculation you know because right. over 24 weeks i will have utilized the entire amount <laughs> right. but of course for me since i'm the only one drawing a payroll in bunny rabbit ears mm -hmm. I have to include mine <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I don't know i'm i've got june 30th i mean I've, I've got my spreadsheet i'm working on and i've been procrastinating against doing it <laughs> I, I, I pull it up and the uh the sheet is so convoluted the uh this it says so you have a document I'm not, I'm not going to complain too much. You have a document and you've got a schedule that you need filled in. So the very first line is fill in the number here from schedule one. Well, this is on page one. Schedule one is on page nine. Why do you go to page nine to fill out schedule, to fill out all the forms and calculations that you need for page one? <laughs> <laughs> Unless you like clearly define page one is a summary sheet, but then the, the first next page that you can enter data should be that worksheet. Yeah. Page two perhaps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get, so yeah, I mean, yeah, the government didn't ask me, but. <laughs> right. Well, isn't that funny how that works? Yeah. Page one would be the fields, page two would be the instructions, and page three would be the very first calculation fields that you're going to need. That would that'd be how I'd do it. Oh, here's another thing. Cabbage says, if you have questions, you can contact us in writing at the following address. <laughs> Send them a letter. <laughs> uh, brother. I don't know, man. From a completely online bank yeah. aren't they aren't they completely online isn't that awesome <laughs> but what what's what was really cool though is that um uh, the one organization that is coming through that i did not expect to come through is uh the uh what is it home home i don't even know which state department of state i guess because I got an announcement yesterday that my passport uh, renewal was approved and that they've shipped it to me and I should have it on Monday. Nice. After the last time they were telling me it's going to be months and months and months, even when we start looking at them again, it's going to be months before we get it. So don't hold your breath. 
<laughs> Apparently Monday I could leave the country and maybe come back. <laughs> and maybe. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, on that note, I think that's about all I've got. I'm, I'm feeling tired. I, yep. I, I just finished a mountain bike ride, as you know, when I, uh, before I got back and I need to go eat something. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've got a nifty. Uh, so I've got two, two quick nifties. So, so one is Indeed. So Indeed is a recruiting and uh, from, a, from an employer standpoint, it's a place where you can post jobs. From an employee standpoint, it's a place where you can find jobs. Yep. And one of the things that Indeed does that I forgot that they do is they troll the internet for websites that have job postings. And then they pointed out in their website that my website has a job posting. So in 2017, no, 2018, I had a job posting I put up there. Indeed found it last week. Last week? Last week. Is it still there? It's still there. Ah. (laughs) Because the last time they found it, I deleted the job so that it would stop. But I'm actually wanting to put out another job, a different one than the one that they are advertising. But, you know, because it's actually really good. It's good publicity from the standpoint of I have uh, potential employees contacting me and I didn't spend any money to do it, to, mm-hmm. to get them to, to find it. So I thought that was really cool. So I am going to post the new posting on there, eliminate the old posting that's no longer open but um i did think that was pretty pretty nifty that they they found me and started advertising my job without uh without me having to do anything now i also use zip recruiter i've used indeed and i've used zip recruiter right so. yeah i've used one or i think i used indeed the last time when i was hiring it was, it was quite some time ago mm-hmm. and then the other nifty is uh windows 10 the 2004 version not the year 2004, that's just the build number. But why did they do that? They make that confusing because I'm like, I'm not going to install the 2004 version of Windows 10. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it's wasn't a two- 10 edition 2004. Yeah, yeah. So, so that one, I had some weird quirky problems with the previous Windows 10 where primarily focused around DNS issues of it has DNS, you know, and, but it won't make name resolution and pick up web pages in a timely manner. And I would have, and all I would do is go in there and manually set the DNS, browse the internet, works mm-hmm. fine. Then I put it back to DHCP and I could still browse the internet again, but it would eventually lose, lose its resolution properties and just not work out well. So I put the new version upgraded from the 1803, I think that's the right number to the 2004 version. And while I started working again, so. Bug fixes. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, I mean, it's a good idea to keep up to date on the, the newest version of windows 10. Most people don't. Yeah. Well, although I did hear that there were a lot of problems on the bleeding, the, for those people who were on the bleeding edge uh, release a couple of weeks ago with respect to printers. Yes, there were. Um, yeah. Printers aren't a big 
issue for me, especially yes. on this machine. This machine's a virtual machine anyway. Right. So I do tend to print. I generally print once a week and it's usually my, lo- uh, my yoga lesson plan. Oh, okay. That's about <laughs> it. So on that note, cool. I need to get some food and then I need to do my yoga lesson plan for tonight. All right. So if somebody wants to find us and give us feedback, they could do so at, uh, indeed. And indeed, <laughs> I don't know why they would do that because I'm not hiring. <laughs> but uh, they could also do that at blurringthelinespodcast.com where there is a contact form and it goes straight to Adam. I think it might go to me too, but I haven't mm-hmm. gotten it in a little while. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. I'm Nicolaitis. He's Sublime Comp. And uh, we want to hear your feedback. And if you like rambly episodes like this where we talk almost about nothing, let us this, know. This was the episode for you. This was or the, hey. Yeah, we're rambling along. So <laughs> on that note, I'm going to stop the insanity and suggest that you push the big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit blurringthelinespodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.